Welcome to You Hate Movies, a podcast in which casual film goers, film lovers, and cinephiles argue about movies. Episode 2 focuses on the unloved second installment in the Indiana Jones trilogy, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. I'm Josh Porter, and I will be presenting the unpopular opinion that Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom is a better movie than Raiders of the Lost Ark. Defending the traditional view, once again, is Tyler Hands, arguing that Raiders of the Lost Ark is clearly superior to Temple of Doom. Tyler is already a regular on the show, eats Chipotle a lot, carves giant letters out of wood in his spare time, and takes movies very seriously. Moderating today's episode are Patrick Porter and Garrett Holmes, both are musicians who live and work in Portland, Oregon. Patrick was Indiana Jones as a child for Halloween, he hates inflatable mattresses, and highly values a quality movie discussion. Garrett Holmes is allergic to many things, he is a connoisseur of quality coffees, enjoys college football, and his favorite movie is Days of Thunder. Of course, it logically follows that the entire podcast will overflow with spoilers. Alright, so today's debate is populated with the following parties. We have, uh, again, returning Tyler Hands. Hello. Who, again, will be defending the popular... The popular perspective. Yeah. Popular opinion. Yeah. And then joining us today, we also have uh, Patrick Porter. Hello. And Garrett Holmes. Hello, hello. Who will be moderating and uh, stirring the pot, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So. They're like the, what are, what are the two guys from? The Muppets. The Muppets, yeah. There's Tatler and Waldorf. Waldorf. Mm-hmm. Which is which here? I'm Waldorf. I'm Stella. All right. <laughs> 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 That's good. <laughs> you know, uh. We we can do Muppet trivia all day. <laughs> all right. So since I am presenting the unpopular opinion, I feel it uh, necessary to present a, a defense and a position before the fact, and then Tyler can try to dismantle my argument. Yeah, before you yeah, start, yeah. though, shouldn't Please. we do the disclaimer now that everybody likes both movies? Yeah. 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 We're not I, was, I think that, w- w- should we rank them? Should we each rank them, how we feel? That well, do we all agree that the... Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade is the best yeah. of yes. the three. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Last Crusade is the best of well, the four. We can't exclude Crystal Skull as much as we we may want to. We can't, can't exclude we? it from the canon. Yeah. What is the fish? I think we can. I think no, you can exclude it. How? You just think of it as a trilogy and pretend it. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, it's not a trilogy anymore. All right, Last Crusade is the best. We're arguing over two and three, and then Crystal Skull. Two and three in terms of placement. Yeah. Yeah. Placement. Yeah. So by and large, people that like movies tend to agree that Raiders of the Lost Ark is a fantastic movie. No, no one here is disputing the fact that Raiders of the Lost Ark is great. It's one of the greatest action adventure movies of all time. Maybe one of the greatest movies. Yeah, for sure. Of yeah. all time. And uh, I don't dislike Raiders of the Lost Ark to any extent whatsoever. Like I don't, I don't have a a problem with the movie, even though it's about to sound like I do. So in order to build my case, I kind of have to nitpick Raiders over and against Temple of Doom, and people are going to think... It's going to make it sound like I don't like Raiders, but I do. I just want to put that out there mm-hmm. before I get started. They're going to wonder, does this guy hate movies? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I don't, as you will see from the result in victory that will ensue okay. on my behalf. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. I just want to say I'm on the fence. Just watching both of them, 
uh, in the past 12 hours. Yeah. I think they're both great movies. I'm ready for you to convince me which one is better. No. Okay. I'm up for that test. Yeah, I'm okay. already leaning one way, but I'm not going to say which way I'm Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to give any more bias. I just want to hear you guys speak. All right. So I'm going to start out like this. Uh, my argument is not just that Temple of Doom is, I like Temple of Doom more. I'm arguing that Temple of Doom is actually a better movie better crafted and executed movie from top to bottom. Like, I like Evil Dead 2 more than I like There Will Be Blood, but There Will Be Blood is a better movie. That's fair. Right. You don't understand what I'm saying here? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's a fair comparison. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know I'm that there's that stark of a contrast between <laughs> Raiders and Temple. There's not, but that's what I'm saying. I'm, not, I'm actually arguing that, Ra uh, that Temple of Doom is better. So, and I think that it's better right from the beginning. If you think about the opening scene of Temple of Doom, um, it's better than the opening scene of Raiders of the Lost Ark. And I'm going to say... For <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> no, listen, listen. Raiders, the opening is great because we don't know who Indiana Jones is yet. And so you're just watching these guys kind of leaf through the jungle. And there's this great reveal when he finally turns around and you see his face for the first time. You're like, oh, that guy's cool. And he is Making cool. Making a lot of great points for Raiders here. Um, so we already know who Indy is at this point. So it's, it is piggybacking on Raiders. But uh, I'm not just talking about the opening like few seconds of the movie. I mean like the opening sequence. So Raiders is the, you know, he's trying to get that artifact or the idol right. out of that. Trap, booby-trapped temple, and Temple of Doom is the exchange in the Club Obi-Wan over the you know remains of some emperor and a poison and all that stuff. If you think about the way that they're written and crafted, Raiders, it's just an archaeologist. He's going through some booby traps. He finds a thing. He gets chased by a boulder, and then some antagonist that we don't know yet comes out and takes it from him. In Temple of Doom, there's like this really cleverly written dialogue an exchange that takes place, there's tension that's building right away. And the tension isn't just a stranger's going to die because we don't know Indiana Jones in the opening of Raiders yet. E you know, even though you can still be like, oh my gosh, he almost fell, that kind of thing. But in uh, Temple of Doom, it's like, what's going on? Who has what? And now he's got poison and then a brawl breaks out and then the, you know, the antidote's <laughs> going every which way. And there's and a whole music. <laughs> <number laughs> there's a good dance number. There's, yeah. Turns and, into uh, a real circus. And that and that sets the tone for the way that Temple of Doom is kind of from start to finish. There's not really a lull in uh, Temple of Doom. And I'll get if there was one, I'll get to that later. Oh. But Raiders takes tons of breaks. Not to its discredit, like it's just the way the movie rolls out, but it's like you get that opening sequence and then you're in the university and then you're in conversations and then you're traveling and then you're talking some more and then you get some more action. And then you're back to planning and sneaking around. and then, um, But Temple of Doom builds tension way better than Raiders of the Lost Ark does. It seems like every few minutes there's some mounting mm. tension. Someone's about to get hurt or killed or there's a mysterious villain that's being uncovered. And Raiders doesn't really have that going for it the, way, the way that Temple does. I definitely don't agree. Okay. So, Tyler, compare Do tell. intros. <laughs> compare, comparing intros. Well, I, I can say very confidently that Raiders is definitely better than Temple of Doom because Raiders of the Lost Ark is the foundation for the Indiana Jones saga. You said it yourself, coming into, coming into Temple of Doom, 
we're already familiar with who this Indiana Jones character is, so already you're giving credit to what Raiders has established. I just meant that for the reveal of Indy walking out in a suit. I don't think okay. you need Raiders before you watch Temple of Doom. I think that if without Raiders, Temple of Doom would not, would not be able to stand as well as it does. No, that's not true. <laughs> but comparing intros, you, you, you make some great points. The intro to Temple of Doom is fantastic you know he does look great in that white suit and that dance number is you know it's very 1930s so did the, did the people can't see right <laughs> did, happening in some i was very entertained but let's be real here is 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 this really what indiana jones is all about are dance numbers true to indiana jones's character i was entertained but i don't think that it's it's a um honest reflection of the uh, the kind of man that Indiana Jones is strolling out in that in that white tux as great as he did look who's he trying to be James Bond I feel like the writers of the that scene were confusing who they who they thought Indiana no, Jones was no that's not true he Indy's wore suits in Raiders he Indy's wore not there out of choice yeah he's there because he's he has to be what's he gonna show he's gonna show up to Club Obi Wan and he's like dungarees <laughs> that's not his scene but that's where the guy other guys see yeah he is. wore a nice suit when he got on the plane in Raiders. He just wears what's appropriate for the. I think that the suit reveal lets you know right from the beginning that Temple of Doom isn't afraid to not be Raiders. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not. And I appreciate it for that, but I don't think that that change makes it better than Raiders. Well, not the suit reveal. No, 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 no. Just the change that the whole movie itself from the very beginning decides that it's not going to be Raiders. And I appreciate it for that. Sure. I, I love seeing Indiana on these other adventures, riding elephants through the Indian jungle. But it, just because there's a change in scenery doesn't make that it better than Raiders. Raiders is the, the classic epitome of Indiana Jones. I think that the intro to Raiders is far stronger than the intro to Temple of Doom because you have all these iconic... Indiana Jones moments. He's he's trekking through the jungle as a mysterious character with a big reveal as someone pulling a, a revolver on him, and the first thing you see of him is whipping that that bullwhip. Yeah, that's great. That's a classic Indiana Jones moment. That's awesome. And that that sharp sound is something that you come to appreciate. Yeah, they're, that oh, oh, they're dubbing cracks. cartoon noises. Yeah, over it's them. so good. Would you think that the boulder chasing him could be the most iconic? Yeah, that's where I'm getting with this, is that that intro sets you up for what you can expect from Indiana Jones because he is in his element when he is outwitting all these traps. But are we talking about Indiana Jones iconography, or are we talking about which one is a better crafted movie? I would say it is better crafted because as he's outwitting all of these ancient traps, he's also being double-crossed multiple times. And you find... That, that repeats itself throughout all of the movies where he's, he's getting himself into the situations where he has to solve some sort of ancient riddle to save his life. And then as he finally obtains the object that he's, that he's uh, searching for, it gets taken away from him because he's constantly being you know double-crossed or, or um, outgunned by some rich entrepreneur who's who rolls in and it's that's some that's what you guy, see yeah. yeah some french guy that's what you see in all the movies even in last crusade mm-hmm. the the intro to last crusade is is very very similar to the intro to raiders well what i'm saying i mean but we have a double cross in temple of doom and the double cross is better than the double cross in raiders 
Well, that's Raiders, just, there's there's multiple double crosses. I know. Raiders. Well, the the first double cross is, is virtually meaningless to us because we don't the double the the poison. No, when the guy pulls out the revolver on him. In Raiders. In Raiders, yeah. Yeah. What are you talking? Which ones? Where's the double cross in Temple? In Temple of Doom, there's like this, you know, there's a shady exchange going on, and there's a you know there's a setup to where you're like I'm expecting that this is gonna go sour at some point, but you're talking about the intro still. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he drinks the, you know, the champagne his, or whatever. It yeah, is. his uh, his martini, his, his martini, James Bond sure. drink. Yeah, he's in in his James Bond suit. Yeah, they're playing with conventions. James That's fine. Yeah, I don't appreciate it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he drinks the thing. We don't know, and then they're all laughing, and it's like, oh, you just drank poison, and you're about to die. And then there's like a double double cross because they're like, give us the diamond back, you're and right. we'll give you we're the antidote. We're just antidote. spinning all around through these double crosses, just like just the lazy like, Susan. But think about the. Uh, <laughs> That's good. I'm on his side. That's great. Well, I agree. I think that. Temple is very fun. The intro is very fun. You you can't watch that and not enjoy yourself. It's full of balloons. And <laughs> That's why it's <laughs> and, fun. And and and, and, lots, of and lots of lots of slapstick humor. They're they're each crawling around on the ground while the the antidote is being kicked by another. Foot right, well then and let's take a, across the let's floor. take a small detour here because I already feel like Temple is getting some jabs that it doesn't deserve. <laughs> well, I just I just want to make a point though that the intro. To Raiders takes itself pretty seriously, and it sets the standard that the rest of the movies try and live up to. Those it are the iconic moments that everyone thinks of when they think of Indiana Jones. It's him running from that boulder. It's him running from darts. Yeah, it's I him running through the jungle, them. being chased by those, they did the those snake tribesmen. Gag. The snake gag, the snake gag, all that. He's he's swinging on his on his whip, and he's <laughs> swinging through <laughs> the forest on vines. Like that's iconic Indiana Jones. But the intro to Temple of Doom. It's just kind of weird how they get really slapstick with their humor. It's like they, they stop taking themselves seriously. And I appreciate the fun, but it's it's I don't think that it's it All right now, gives, but hold on. It gives the Indiana Jones the integrity it Raiders, deserves. Raiders has some really screwball comedic beats in its like chaotic moments as well. That that street fight in Cairo. It's just it might as well be playing. It's funny you say that because the intro to Temple did play that music. <laughs> it literally played that music. What? I, no, it did. Yes, it didn't play the yakety sax. <laughs> they had a. They, it had a really busy score going on. I'll give you that. No, it broke into that for a second. <laughs> <laughs> it really did. As they're each crawling around on the floor trying to get the diamond or the anecdote, and there's balloons falling, and and Indiana Jones is delusional, punching waitresses in the face. It starts playing <laughs> circus music. I feel like though that Temple, it gets fair critiques and then it gets unfair critiques. Though when people try to say that it does, it has problems. If you want to call them problems, I don't really think they are, but it has problems that. If they are problems, Raiders has as well. Like Raiders has silliness, and yeah. Raiders has like over the top ridiculous stuff. I, that I would, would say never that happen. Raiders has comic relief, not silliness. How, how? Because <laughs> there's no one crawling around on the floor while they're searching for diamonds and balloons are falling down. Yeah, but on top of again, I'm coming back to that street fight in Cairo. Like uh, that was a great scene. It's a great scene. It's again, it's a great stuff. Which part of it was silly, in your opinion? Well, 
the first of all, Indy becomes like this bizarre murderer. He just starts murdering people <laughs> for no reason. Well, they're they're attacking him. <laughs> Why did, he just starts right? killing people? Like that one guy spins a sword around from twenty foot foot away and he just shoots him in cold blood. <laughs> <laughs> and that that's like an <laughs> awesome great. scene. Everyone loves it. Everyone remembers. Yeah, that it was scene. improvised, it was right? Yeah. Uh, and then he's like, and then he just starts killing all kinds of people. Like he. Mm-hmm. blows up a car full of them and he's like shooting people on the spot it just seems the well we need to be fair i mean these these people are trying to shoot him back but then think about this he's in and that dude with the sword in the streets some some the dude in the are. streets with yeah, the sword in cairo is pretty scary man i guess i guess <laughs> but then that sword was like 10 feet long this is kind of screwball to me that he's wandering around cairo shopping and eating dates and stuff with a monkey mm-hmm. <laughs> and then those a dates were a foreshadow. A street too. brawl. Just, yeah, that's great. It was, yeah, it was great. great. A street brawl breaks out. He's like, okay, I guess I'll fight and kill everybody. So he's just fighting and killing people that are, uh, you know, assaulting him, which is fine. And, you know. And why does that fight break Marion's out? in a bat. I, I, I guess that was just. The, no, it's the, the German officers have a, uh, like a, a group of. Egyptian soldiers attack them. Well, yeah, I know, but so they're they're defending themselves. I mean, he puts it together over the course of the fight, I'm sure. But he's just like, someone punches me. Oh, time to start shooting and punching everybody. And then that brawl ends, and the next cut is Indy in a public bar, sitting outside drinking a drink. It's just like, aren't the corpses of all the people you killed (laughs) just several feet away, still littered (laughs) on the streets? That's how tough Indiana Jones is, man. <laughs> you ain't got time to think about that. Those are the streets of Cairo, man. It's, Either it gets to, real there. Tell us that's that, that's kind of silly, or he's just got big balls. I mean, that's just that was that was life in the '30s in Cairo. In, okay, yeah, I guess we have no no frame of reference. Yeah, but well, let me get back to to building something else here on the intro. Think about the, and this is an argument I'm gonna make for the whole movie. I think that uh, Temple is more of a technical or, you know, like a behind-the-camera achievement than Raiders is. Temple just look I mean, it's the same uh, cinematographer, but the, the it looks great. Temple has a very specific look and vibe, and the li- it's, like, lit really fantastically. Mm, lots of the, color lighting, the a lot stuff, of red. Yeah, the yeah. stuff that they do with the camera. Like, if you think about how in the world they must have shot the whole mine car scene it's just like man this is incredible they did well and there's a few scenes where it's very clearly green screen <laughs> well yeah how did they do that <laughs> how is indy holding on to the side of that cliff while the water comes up <laughs> but the and i think that that you see that right in that opening scene it's just like that has a not that raiders isn't an ugly looking movie it looks fantastic and they do some great like iconic camera work and big reveals on you know yeah I would I would argue this that Raiders has just as strong cinema, cinematography. I think it's it has subtle. strong and it's it's subtle, but you don't really. When I think about Temple, I can think about all these iconic shots and these uh, you know these sets and the 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 crazy stuff the camera does. And it's it's not just the big like oh my gosh the camera's flying down a track. It's like just subtle and clever things that they do, like in the opening scene, the way that the camera. They don't, they, you know, forego cuts in the conversation sequences and the camera will like track down to the diamond on the spinning platter, spin with it and then move up to the next person and then back across. And I think it is just doing some really classic 
and interesting mm. things there to mount the tension and move the story forward without just being cut to this guy, cut to that guy. I can't really think of a ton in, in Raiders where it's like, oh, this is neat. Like the camera pulls back from an elephant through a kissing couple and it opens up on a wide shot of kids cheering as, you know what I mean? Like I think Temple does more work to make itself look nice. I would say that there's scenes in Raiders where they, uh, they actually establish um, moments of emotion with with Indy. There's there's multiple scenes where there's uh, camera shots through the decorative like thatching on doors, and there's light, a lot of light, uh, unique light on Indy's face when he's in these moments of like contemplation and thoughts. Twice it happens. First in Nepal in the bar, the light shines through the door, and you can see yeah, that's great. his face through the door. And then the same thing happens in Cairo. Uh, when he's considering, you know, Marion's death and all this stuff going on, uh, but then even more, they do a lot with shadows, a lot of direct light onto him, and then even more with shadows. There's constantly shadows of his figure being cast onto walls as they transition into new scenes, and he yeah. walks into the frame. I feel like there's a lot of creative cinematography in those movies as well. It, there's lots of it's punch there. cams too. You know, the fist punch cams. Comes into the screen. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> punching you right in the face. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, that that stuff is there. And you know, like the camera coming down through the fan on the dead, the dead capuchin monkey that ate the bad date. Mm-hmm. Like that stuff's all there, but I feel like it's way more pronounced in Temple. And even those contemplative moments where the lights on his face, like they're just a bit more emphasized in Temple. Like it's like he cared about making it more picturesque and more like uh, planned out. Even when he's like contemplating whether or not he's going to go to the temple. Uh, or the the palace, or go to Delhi and go home, and he's up on the cliff, and you have the funny shooting star in the background, like uh, yeah. And yeah, that was that shooting star. You have this great moment where the camera moves in on his face, and he's like fortune and glory. Raiders has those exact, almost exact shots when they're first discovering the entrance down into the room with the uh, ark. You see him standing up on the hillside, and the sky moves behind him. It's obviously a green screen, but it's that same kind of effect where there's lighting coming up beneath and, and motion happening behind him in the sky. And it's, he's, he's almost larger than life as he's discovering the arc. And so there's actually a lot of really creative scenes like that as well. That yeah. are subtle. There's, they are more yeah. subtle. Yeah. But before we go too far into the cinematography, because okay. right. both movies have great cinematography. Yeah. I just think that I've proved my point that Temple Take, does more work to make itself better. You're and, right, and, and that's, that's probably it. true, but maybe that's because they worked with such a limited set. Yeah. I mean, they I'm not that, saying they had more it's the first ability. movie, they had a smaller budget, yeah. it wasn't famous and all that stuff, but that doesn't mean that one's not better than the other. You know what I'm saying? I thought we were arguing that one is better than the other. Well, I, what, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying, like, you can't say, well, Raiders has an excuse because they didn't have as much money. It still would make the other, it's, if the other oh, one's okay. better, based the other on money. better. Yeah. Right. Well, what, this is going to be the main thrust of my argument, not the way that it looks and not the, the fact that Temple has way more tension and way more action and stuff. Temp, Temple actually has character development. It actually has a story arc for Indiana Jones. It actually has a clear antagonist that you can dislike for clear motivations and reasons and it has a clear resolution that's very satisfying and and because of that the tension that mounts throughout the movie is it's just more effective than in Raiders think about Raiders 
great as it is. <laughs> in Raiders, they're chasing after an artifact. To Indiana Jones, until the ending sequence, that's all it is. It's like a, 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 a historical artifact of tremendous, tremendous significance. Yeah, but it's more than that, that, and it's established at the beginning of the film. Right. The reason he's chasing after it is much more than just retrieving an artifact. It's, not for him. Yeah, is it for him or is it for the plot? The plot, yeah. Yeah, yeah for the plot. For no, him? for him as well. I would argue for him as well. Do tell. Because the beginning of Raiders, we, we were able to establish the storyline from the very beginning. I would say that the storyline in Raiders is actually clearer and easier to follow because it's intentionally created. In uh, in Temple of Doom, he's just kind of thrust into this bizarre scenario That's where true. he finds he has like a you know a moral dilemma. Which sure, I can see that I can recognize the Temple of Doom is darker, and you go into the darker side of Indy's personality, and you see him become possessed after drinking <laughs> some blood. Uh, but Raiders has bad has a, a a clear storyline where you're very very obviously seeing the conflict between good and evil. And the U.S. government approaches him in the beginning, uh, asking him to fight the Nazis, because it's said that, quote, an army that carries the Ark before it is invincible. So the U.S. government commissions India to fight the Nazis, right. and I feel like the, the Nazi, the Nazi Party is one of the most, yeah, but not hated a- villains and and easy easy to create villain in a film because everybody universally hates them. Yeah, but not in Raiders. They're not they're not the Nazis in Raiders. Raiders takes place one before World War II even begins. And two, that's all we get about the arc is that they think that if it is what it is, then Hitler's trying to use it to do some kind of crazy demolition. But there's also pushback on that because Indy's like, if you believe in that sort of thing. And when he's about to leave he tells Marcus you know, I don't believe in hocus pocus. <laughs> You're making a great point for me right now. So what I'm saying is, it's it's not. A, yeah, no. What he's saying, um, we'll get to that later. Okay. Yeah. Let me let me go. Okay. So then he goes off to chase the artifact. He wants it in a museum and blah blah blah. And the Nazis are mostly just foot soldiers, other than you know your main creepy Peter Lorre, you know, like Master, the the guy in the bar in Nepal, and then he doesn't yeah, even get a ton all... of screen time. No, he, he shows up throughout the throughout the movie. He's an archetypal Nazi villain. Yeah, and it's yeah, yeah. Fine. And there's a few of them in uh, Raiders that we get to hate. And I th- I say um, the diversity of villains in Raiders actually makes it more no because think about it think interesting about it. for the audience. <laughs> I think if you think about it, you'll see. Because <laughs> <laughs> who who do we who are we supposed to be really against in Temple? Is the one dude with the red paint on his head? Well, Mola Ram is the yeah he's the main yeah. I, I would argue and the main the, villain. The British ro- yeah we get the runs the palace the minister to the, the child not the officer. not the British army officer because he no, shows no. up at the end not him but yeah, the but other dude the, he's the, the, yeah like, but we don't hate him as much he's just kind of a uh, what is he he's a second hand man to yeah the he's other like dude. a, hint, uh, yeah. a so the real villain henchman. is what's his name Mola Ram right. and Raiders the main villain is the guy that the Nazis no, no it's the Nazis well it's Hitler or it's whatever. Hitler yeah. it's not Hitler no it is Hitler because everyone's working for Hitler but we have these different no, these different as an audience member uh, you don't give a crap about yeah, Hitler yeah, while you're watching he Raiders he doesn't care about Hitler. He cares about the guy who took the artifact at the beginning of the movie. Who is Indy's no, no, he yes, he's a he's a he's mixed into it. Um, yes, he's he's the personal 
uh, villain for Indy. But the the villain of the movie, the one, the villain that we're all working against in Raiders is Hitler, because Hitler is constantly referred to as the person that's motivating everyone's actions. He's but, the one controlling all of the scenarios. Even uh, what's his name, Bolak? Yeah, the yeah. French, Bullock, yeah, French, yeah. French guy. Uh, see, but that, see, French, I'd say the Bolak is the Crusade baby. But in Raiders, it's kind of like. That's the background. Yeah, you could have put him in any other army and it would have worked just Yeah, same. your Nazi argument would work great for Last Crusade. But in Raiders, the Nazis aren't really personified as evil incarnate. The, they don't have like the Holocaust going on or they're... No, not at that, that time, but we in our minds make that connection. I know, but yeah. you got to take the movie for what the movie is telling us. Not if it's made in 1980s. Everybody, <laughs> everybody. Right. So the per- they put that in there because we know they knew we would they villainize. Yeah. Every that, and, and there's constantly and, there's cheap. constantly swastikas all <laughs> over the film. That's there's cheap. even a point where the, the 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 struggle between good versus evil is personified when they spray paint that Nazi swastika onto the wooden crate that the cart is being right. that the ark is being shipped in, and the ark burns the the. Nazi swastika off of the crate. Yeah. yeah. Like, so you see that we're fighting a very clear personification of evil. I don't, not with the Nazis. It's like, what it's you're not, saying. There's Nazi flags throughout no, the movie. No, I, I, I know that the Nazis are in it, but I'm <laughs> saying, like, your argument's basically like if you're watching a Ninja Turtle movie and at the end the helmet comes off of the shredder and it's like Ted Bundy, it's like, oh man, that's so much more powerful because it's someone that we all know is bad. Well, that from real life. I don't think that's a fair comparison because they're not talking about Ted Bundy the whole time. Mm-hmm. They're the, they're constantly saying very clearly, we can't let the Nazi army control. I know, but you going on about arc. how Hitler is the real bad guy. Like yeah, Hitler's because the, he's the, the one movie. that's constantly being referred to as motivating everybody action, everybody's actions. What I'm saying is the Nazi thing is almost like a cheap move if if it's to achieve what you want it to achieve and to make us hate the bad guy. Because isn't that what? Don't you think that that's why the creators chose the Nazis? Probably. I mean, sure. Yeah. So but then they accomplished what they wanted. Well, what I'm saying is, you don't have anything to anchor your like resentment of the enemy or your concern for the good guys on the way that you do in Temple of Doom. In Temple of Doom, it's not just that there's an artifact and that it might have this unlimited power and that it probably does and that you know there's an evil demon god and all that stuff. It's that children have been stolen out of a village brainwashed and forced into enslavement and you see that you you hear it in the beginning you see the plight of the villagers you see that indy even though his his motivation in the beginning is selfish he wants fortune and glory he still has sympathy for the people he points out you know these this is more than these people eat in a month or something like that Mm -hmm. when they're when they're eating with them and you get to watch as indy's motivations change from i'm just going to do this for me to that moment where he's got the rocks and he's got his glory and he can leave and then he hears a kid screaming and he turns around and he sees the kid being whipped and and that's when everything goes really sour for him. We're, I think we're led to believe he could have got out of there. But in Raiders, Indy's pursuit from start to finish is for an artifact. It's not to rescue a people. We're never given any inclination that Indy is like concerned that this thing really will blow up the world if Hitler gets his hands on it. We from start to finish, he's like, it's the Ark. It's the most significant archaeological discovery in human history. And it works because we think that Indy's cool and he's awesome, but he's kind of just a jerk that it's fun to love because he's like, he's just bad, man. He's awesome. But in 
temple, I think that they give you all that. They give you all the hero moments and all that snarky indie stuff. And then you get to watch him overcome his selfishness to do something good for other people. And you get to love him more because you think, oh, man, he's he's like a real hero. Not just like he gets the girl and he punches bad guys, but like he, you know, he gives the rock back to the villagers because he sees that to them it really means something. And he says, I understand its power, which I think is kind of like a a double meaning for him. He's saying like, yeah, it glows and it does stuff, but I understand that for you, this is of, you know, more significance than it would be in a museum, which is what he says to Willie when he's walking away. You don't get that stuff in Raiders. You think in Raiders, you don't see the bad guys being bad like you do in Temple. Yeah, the the bad guy, and the sympathetic bad guy is not a bad thing, but Bolock. It's not like you just freaking hate his guts. He's like kind of charming and he likes he's got a crush on Marion for some reason. But he's not all that creepy. He wants he wants to get Marion away from the Nazis and we're we're not really led to believe that he's going to do anything all that bad to her other than he's just gross. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's Yeah, he's, it seems like he's he's mostly controlled by his need for success and power. Yeah, he's he'll, he'll, yeah, he'll, 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 himself, he'll line himself with any power that helps him get there, sure. Not that he's evil himself, uh, but he's being controlled by it. Yeah, and the Nazi, the clearest like evil bad guy Nazi that you get is, I can't remember the gentleman's name with the hat. With the weird glasses. Yeah. Um, it burns his hand. And he's cool, like that moment where he says Heil Hitler with the scar on his hand is, mm-hmm. is cool right. as a bad guy. But like... It's not like he's this guy who enslaves children to resurrect a demon. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, when I think Mullah Ram is like, you don't want him to win for reasons that are more human. And that causes you to become more invested in the movie. Like, when they build that tension and like Indy's been brainwashed, and there's a lot more at stake than, oh man, the good guy's got to win. You know what I mean? Raiders doesn't really ever get that going. For itself, it's more just like I think you know everyone knows that the Indiana Jones thing is just like a they were just so in love with those old adventure serials they used to play before movies and they're like let's you know do a Flash Gordon thing but the ultimate archetypal hero and it's great it works I think in Raiders that's all they were trying to do is make like just this fantastic balls to the wall action adventure hero that everyone would love and would become iconic and they did it yeah. but then in Temple of yeah. Doom it seems like they're like that's not really enough to carry it again. Let's m- put something, let's put a little more humanity and thought into this one. And it ends up having a better story. Tyler, do you think that the the artifacts, uh, the artifact in Raiders is just better because it's something cool? Because that's what Indy does. He, he's an archaeologist and everybody thinks finding the Ark of the Covenant is cool. Finding those rocks in Temple is really not significant as artifacts. No. I personally like that. I like that they're looking for something cool like the Ark of the Covenant better than, yeah. well, he just happens to have to go find three chakra stones right. that glow and have diamonds inside. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that th- that the stones are quite as cool as the Ark, but that doesn't really mean much to me. It's more the... The adventure that we get to go on with Indiana Jones. Yes, there is a lot darker 
themes in Temple of Doom, but in Raiders of the Lost Ark, we're 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 more connected to the character that is Indiana Jones as he is tried and tested over and over through all of these different conflicts that he has to face. For sure, but what's his motivation? Well, his motivation is what what it always is in all of the movies. Re- retrieving artifacts, and yes, I see that you're you're making a great point about the humanity uh, being seen more clearly because it's, it has to do with children and, and enslavement and his own possession by demons. But but the uh, the I, the goal for Indiana Jones as an archaeologist is to preserve history and to prevent it from repeating itself. Okay. So I say that what you're explaining from I Temple like- of Doom is only happening on a larger scale in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes, he's flying all over the world, which I think is a lot makes for a better movie because we're not stuck in a dark dungeon the whole time. We're not stuck in a dark dungeon the whole time. Well, he gets on a bridge. There's a bridge, you're <laughs> no, right. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Because I I hear this argument a lot against Temple of Doom, but to me, Tem- Temple seems to have a more robust, you know, unfolding scenery than Raiders does. You're right. And and I I think that it's it's really fun to travel through the jungle with them and into that dungeon, but they're only in two places, China and India. In in Raiders of the Lost Ark, as he's you know fighting against this this superpower in the world, <laughs> they are uh, just punching Hitler all the time. Uh, he's he's traveling all over the world, and I think it makes it more exciting. He's he, where does he go? He's in. Um, the movie obviously opens with him in Peru, and he's back in the United States, and he's over to Nepal, then he's in Egypt, then he ends up on this undisclosed Nazi yeah, island. Yeah, what's up with that island? That they the Nazi island. Like skull that, island. <laughs> yeah, How did he get in the submarine without anybody noticing? That was weird. He wasn't. That was he didn't weird. get into the submarine, did he? He's, he was surfing it. He surfs it to the island. Oh, yeah, yeah he, it shows him coming out of the water wet. Once it gets into the island, doesn't I don't think it did. They didn't show it going under. I I wondered about that, and I think that we were led to believe that it stayed kind of uh, breaking the surface with yeah. the fin up there. Did you yeah, see yeah. the island when it started moving? It didn't need to submerge. Right. Get there. Again, right. If this is kind of one of those things where they don't really explain. Yeah. It. If people want to pick on the wackiness in Raiders, no, I, I think that that's one of the moments. Come back to the that's one of the moments in Raiders that make it so great because he's he's constantly coming against conflict, and you think anybody else should just give up by now, right? Well, the, no, the dude jumps out of a cargo ship and swims over to a Nazi submarine, and he takes it. He takes it to this this. Super lair that the the Nazis have created for themselves. It's draped in swastikas and has some b- bizarre desert landscape that's equal to what the Israelites experienced in um, in the wilderness. Oh my goodness! And uh, and it's just it's it's a testament to the character of Indiana Jones because he's constantly fighting against conflict. And I appreciate, but for selfish reasons. No, I don't think that it's completely selfish. Yes, he's he's chasing an artifact, but because he was commissioned and motivated by the U.S. government to help fight and, against this, and this. Marion's on the submarine. He's got to get. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of a lot of the motivation is Marion too. He's constantly coming back to say Marion, but but he is a professor of archaeology. He knows what what. Uh, Armies motivated by evil are capable of accomplishing. Right, I'm sure he, that there's, there's. I'm sure that he knows, even though the Nazis hadn't 
fully engaged in uh, World War II yet. He he just came out of World War One. He knows he knows the potentials of Germany. Sure, the Nazi Party <laughs> is. He knows the potential of of Germany and the Nazi Party is is fairly new, but he can recognize that it's it's a, but a dictatorship this is all of evil. Isogetical. You're you're in, you're imposing I mean, all this. Yeah, I think it's safe to assume very easily that a professor of archaeology is is sure. fighting to, and that's true for but, history not to repeat itself. But Temple of Doom feeds you this information and not in a condescending way. It just gives you clearer like. Yeah, here's on a smaller the bad scale, guy yeah. and why on a smaller scale, yeah. and and it's evil, and here's why. But I want to again. Back to I, the, I'm not saying Temple of Doom is a bad movie, but I. Just I'm not saying Raiders is a bad movie. Raiders is just <laughs> better. No, it's, it's it's a better movie because of all of the different exotic landscapes, all of the the different well, action sequences that Indiana has to endure. If if we were basing this on very dark human emotion then yeah temple of doom is is that but if you're basing it on heroics and a test of character then raiders is no no then le- i want to comment on all those things okay. you just said right. because oh, that sets me up for it. first the 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 scenery thing i think that if you're talking in terms of a map then sure are those maps great they're great they're great those those iconic maps from raiders where he's flying <laughs> they're from great. one with yeah, the red line great. has that happened before <laughs> Raiders, did they did they start that? Um, that you know, if you're talking about in terms of a map, yeah, he goes to all these different. He goes to Peru and he goes to Cairo and he goes to the Skull Island and all that stuff, and that's and awesome. Nepal. And Nepal, yeah. but it's not all that. Mu- it's not really that much of a mural of landscapes when you think about it. He spends a tremendous amount of time in the desert, which isn't a fantastic that archaeological arc that archaeological dig archaeological. <laughs> Dig in Egypt. Yeah, that was a really awesome scene. The dude's just wandering around very bravely through a Nazi <laughs> recklessly. Dig. And I thought it's great. No man. one notice him digging. No. They did that whole time. eventually. Yeah, eventually. So they all they were all sleeping. The, pers- the perspective and how far they were from one another kept changing. <laughs> what, are, what are they doing? Yeah. <laughs> well, so the, the perspective between the bridge and the alligators kept changing in Temple of Doom. It's like, yeah. what were they doing down in that hole? They thought they could finish that before the sun came up. Yeah, they were racing the clock, man. He's he's a, he's a ballsy guy. This is what I'm saying, though. In scenery, if you just say, yeah, they're in China and they're in India, and but the other, you know, Raiders has all these locations, then it sounds like that. But if you think about it, Raiders is uh, in the jungle, in the university, and then you're in Egypt and places like Egypt for the rest of the movie. You're in the streets of Cairo, the desert, and then on an island that looks like a desert. Um, well, no, you're also in a ship, and you're also okay, yeah, that's fine. you're also in the homes of um, that Indian guru, and then the other. But friend, if you think about Temple, name? Temple starts in a club that's totally unique looking for for the type of what you would expect for a movie like this. It's like then you're on the streets of China, then you're in an airplane, then you're in the snow, then you're in the <laughs> oh jungle, then you're From in... snow to the jungle. You're, yeah, you've explained every every setting that they pass through. Well, you did too. You were talking about the well, ball. No, there's, a, there's a lot more happening. They're on the mountains of Nepal and Raiders. <laughs> there's a, there's, we can... What can I'm saying is that there's that far people tend to talk settings. about temple as if it's like they're in the jungle, then they're in a dungeon. But it actually is a pretty dynamic... Uh, List of sets yeah. and sceneries it, it and is. things. The dungeon just feels so long. The dungeon only They're makes up like time, yeah. a half hour of a two-hour movie. What 
what's disappointing about Temple of Doom is that they're trying to recreate some of the magic that they they found in Raiders by having Indiana Jones go through one of those old archaic traps. But there's only one, and it's not nearly as good. They had to throw in a bunch of bugs because Raiders did tarantulas. They had to throw in skulls and, and dead bodies that are turned into skeletons falling forward on you because they did that in Raiders. Just yeah, Raiders is far superior when it comes to I- the iconic scenes of Indiana Jones outwitting traps. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that it's just that Raiders came first. I I think that no, you you compare them side by side. There's far more in Raiders, and they're far more complex. The one in the one in Temple of Doom is just a room full of bugs. Yeah, but I mean, it, he presses that statue's breasts, and he finds a, a trap door. They go through a room full of bugs, and then he gets trapped in that room that's about to crush him. And and he's stuck there because he he got himself in the situation, and he needs uh, Willie to save him when he's the one cleverly outwittingly outwitting all of them in Raiders. Yeah, but I would argue that Temple doesn't bother repeating a ton of the stuff that you see in Raiders to its credit, or you would just get the same exact... I mean, like, Last Crusade repeats a ton of the stuff that you see in Raiders, mm-hmm. and it ends up being a, a better movie, right? We think. Yeah. Um, yeah, Last Crusade is the best. But Temple of Doom is like, oh, we're going to do our own thing, and I think that it throws in these things as loving you know, nods to the, the fans of the original to be like... He's in a trap again, but there's no point in putting him in a ton of old mazes and traps and have darts come out at him all through the movie again. We've already seen that. So they do it, but they do it differently and they do it quicker. But the Not thing, as well. The thing about those action sequences, though, that what you mentioned uh, and about how he's having to overcome all these unsurmountable obstacles and everything, and it's great in Raiders, but if you think about it, the things that Raiders does, Temple does better when it comes to action sequences, because you've got this never ending Jeep chase in Raiders where he's like in the car and he's not in the car and he goes underneath the car and he comes around the side of never it. Never ending. That was great. It's he not che- bad. He chases a Nazi caravan on horseback. He, no, he doesn't just he, chase a caravan. He somehow overcomes the yeah, entire he caravan. He chases it on horseback. He, he takes over one of the cargo, sh- the cargo trucks yeah. and eventually takes out all of the vehicles. It's a fantastic. It's great. But what I'm saying is, at the end of the day, it's a car chase. Tem- Temple has these moments of like mounting tension from start to finish. Within the first like 13 minutes of the movie, you're like, oh my gosh, he's poisoned. And then he's like, oh my gosh, the plane's going down. Then they're, then they're flying around gosh, in this raft. If we, can, if we could talk about that raft. We'll come back to the raft. I knew the raft oh, was going to come up. But what I'm saying is, that those things just keep coming and coming throughout the movie. The only lull in Temple seems to be when they first get to the palace, and it sustains itself with uh, exposition. They're trying to figure out, like, oh, we heard that there's a secret you know, thing happening here at the palace, and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And it, it's over very quickly, other than this awkward romance scene between Indy oh, and Willie. That's, yeah. Let's but get then, into Willie. Oh, no, <laughs> Willie's coming. Hold on. What I'm saying is, but then you once you get downstairs into the dungeon and stuff, like it's nothing but a series of truly yeah. unique. That's the best part of the movie. Spectacular, sure. like tension yeah, scenes it's with, great. you know, like, and they're usually compounded by three things happening at once, which is great writing. Like the Willie's in the trap, Indy's been brainwashed, and Short Round is about to get 
sacrifice and all these things are like dovetailing at one time and then there's the fight where the kids are just getting out but the, there's a fist of cuffs on a conveyor belt and you know there's always something like a time clock going and something at stake and then they're in the mine cars which come on who in the world is going to argue that the mine car oh, that's scene a great is scene yeah. that's fantastic yeah. everybody and, loves the mine cars and the mine car outdoes the caravan in terms of like what you're seeing and how thrilling it is and how fun it is to watch and like they're free. Well, nope, not now they're coming back around and the track splits and now the track's going to fall apart. All that stuff is just fantastically done. And that would have been enough. That would have, you would have been like, man, what a fun movie. But then they go out onto the bridge. That bridge sequence is really great. Yeah. A- am I wrong in that? Like, and that's at the end of the movie. You're in like 15 minutes left in the movie and he's chopping down a bridge mm-hmm. that he's on with everyone flying. That's great it's Indiana great, yeah. Jones stuff yeah, right yeah. there. He's he's not nuts. He's crazy. Yeah, yeah that's a great line. Mm-hmm. And then and before you even get on the bridge, he's chasing around those guys. He has that wonderful nod to Raiders, where he's about to take his gun out and just shoot the swordsman. Right. And but he doesn't have his yeah, gun. Yeah, all his nods to Raiders. It's right. Crazy. Those they're Even though the story happened before Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> those are all. Yeah. Yeah. We should we should probably make that clear that Temple of Doom is a is a prequel to Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. At least one year prior to yeah. the events of Raiders. Yeah. So you, I think that the action sequences are better in Temple, not just because there's more at stake or something more empathetic, sympathetic at stake like kid slaves, but because there's just more of them. They're better written because they're they usually are like compounding really fast. It's not you're just not just watching a caravan chase. And they're better shot. It's just like they're really fun to watch, especially that mine car sequence. It's just like you can't help but admire the camera work on something like that mm-hmm. and the use of miniatures and even the green screens that look bad. Like at the time, that's that's a technical achievement for piecing all these different ways of practical and special effects together. I think I think that the, uh, the iconic argument is is the argument, right? In Raiders, he's wearing the leather jacket the whole time. Mm-hmm. And and you see that when he's, <laughs> when he's... I mean, that's part of it. They're like when he's... Uh, Going under the truck and climbing back yeah. up, he's using his whip and he's in the suit the and everything. He uses and the whip more in Temple. He does use the whip more in Temple, but he loses some of the iconic outfit. And it he spends feel he's most got, of the Yeah, movie. he loses a whole sleeve. Yeah. But that's I, great. He looks like I, this is we, want. We, we see a lot more shirtless Harrison Ford in Temple. I and appreciate that. And, hey, and he's in a way better shape in Temple yeah. than he yeah, is. Yeah, like, he's he looking pretty good. good in Temple. He looks real mm-hmm. good. There's a reason that that shirt gets torn apart yeah. it's for our people, benefit i think people would some people would say raiders is better because it does feel more iconic throughout than temple does yeah. that doesn't mean i think that that's what they lean for because that carries through through the whole series but for the life of me i can't understand why that makes it a a better movie because it's terms, iconic in terms of just movies because if you think about something like star wars like in a in a new hope if you think about the things that are in a new hope that's more iconically Star Wars, yeah, but Empire most people think is is the better film, and Empire has all the same quote unquote problems that Temple of Doom has because it's the darker one and because yeah. it's localized a little more and all that that kind of stuff. But it's just a better written and executed movie. Most people would argue. I I'm one of them. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, Tyler, have you heard the argument that the story in Raiders is weak because, and and similar in Last Crusade probably halfway through, if Indy would have just stayed home, the whole situation would have been better? The Nazis because, would have Because, yeah, because off. at the end, yeah. 
essentially he starts fixing the mess. That's right. I don't know that that's true. They they were digging right next to it when the, when <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of a, a weird s- scene in the in the movie uh, Raiders when he he gets locked into that cavern where he finds. Uh-huh. The temp, I mean, the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. He finds his way out by pushing a big stone, you know, out of in a the wall, of and then he climbs out. Those guys were gonna find it. Okay. He 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 pushes his way through a wall that's facing a Nazi airfield. Yeah, they they absolutely would have them. discovered it anyway. He led them to Marion. They would not have found Marion without him. They would never have found the amulet without him. And even if they did manage to find all those things and open the ark, their faces would have melted right <laughs> off anyway. Yeah, that's true. He they just, would have he just right like off. killed a bunch of people on the streets. That's all he did. <laughs> <laughs> he would have stayed on. All murderer. those families would still be okay. They would all be alive right now. But that okay. But that brings me to my next point. Then um, the resolution in Temple is way more gratifying than the resolution. In Raiders, think about the way that Raiders ends. They file yeah. the ark away in a warehouse, which is I love that. That's you know that shot yeah. of it panning back across. The, it's, it's a great a, shot. That's a great shot. Yeah, another iconic scene for but Indiana him, Jones. Indy and Marion, who we don't really, at least I don't, give a tremendous amount of care for them as a couple. Uh, she just says, "I know what I've got," and then he like thinks about it for a second, and they walk away. That's the big satisfying. You're right. It ends with their care for each other and not the significance placed on. But do they? uh, (laughs) Yeah, the significance significance at the end of the movie is not placed on the artifact being stored away by the U.S. government. It's it's that they survive something together on their adventure and. That's the same way that it ends with and Temple the, of Doom. I guess they kind of Temple like of each Doom. Other. <laughs> well, if if we're going to recognize the full canon of the films, it's Marion that goes on to conceive we his don't, child. We don't recognize those things. <laughs> yeah. But so, Temple but Doom, Temple of Doom ends the same way. No, it ends the same way. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah that that's great. great. Yeah. We really appreciate that. Yes, I'm not saying that that's not great. But it ends the same way with him kissing that terrible Willie. Yeah, <laughs> No, no. There's no Think resolve. About like Willie is not the, the... No, you do, because the 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 villains are, are defeated they at the end of the movie. No, they're not. The and Nazis the, are still we, at large. World well, still no, though the, those specific villains were defeated, and they did not receive the power that they could have deployed with the Ark of the Covenant. And he receives the item that he's... He's been chasing the whole time. Yeah, but and he reconciles with Marion. You've been arguing that the the tension and the motivation has more to do with the disastrous power of the Ark. Yeah, of the and Covenant. they're defeated. But that had nothing to do with Indiana Jones. The Ark of the Covenant is what kills all the Nazis and Bullock. Yeah, he could have stayed home. <laughs> he would have. A lot of more people would live. <laughs> yeah, maybe that monkey so. for one. When, and then it, it ends with him and Marion be like, oh, just another day, another chase for Indiana Jones. But in Temple of Doom, you have this great moment where they celebrate the vi- life has been restored to the village, and they come back, and then all these children that were previously enslaved by demon worshippers come flooding back to their parents, and the camera pulls back as they're all encircling the heroes that saved them, that clearly saved them, that yeah. would not have been saved if Indiana Jones stayed home. And we end with the hero shot. Yeah, the it ends with the same shot with Indiana Jones and a woman in his arms. <laughs> but the, what you're arguing about Raiders is that if he had stayed home and not gone on this adventure, that none of it would have happened. Eventually, their faces would have melted. 
in that cavern. No, I'm not but it's this your yeah. that that argument is also relevant to later. Uh, yeah, but we're not the talking last about Crusade. It is after we he gets his dad. Yeah, we what? Yeah, no. I know. So that's what I'm saying. We all recognize Last Crusade as the best film. So if you're going to use that argument against Raiders, then you have to as well for Last Crusade. The argument that this army could have been any army is not so because it's the Nazi army that it's the Cause it, it could have been any army. Yes. But we don't hate them like we would any army. We hate them because they are the Nazi army. I you don't that. call someone. <laughs> you know, when, you, when you're upset at someone, you call them a grammar Nazi, right? But you don't call them some sort of bizarre grammar sorcerer or something, right? It's, it's Nazis. It's Nazis that the world has, has, has come to very clearly hate because they're a villain that has done so many evil things. And when we watch this movie, we associate the Nazis with what they eventually accomplish in, yeah. in, in Europe. But if Indiana Jones is, our, is the bridge character, the one that we're supposed to connect with into the movie and that we want to be and that we root for he's the protagonist of the story he has not none of these things yet to the degree that we do now so we we impose all those things and that's a, i think that's totally clever yeah writing that was device. a device that they intentionally yeah. used. but indiana jones we can't root for him understanding his motivation and what's at stake uh, with our understanding of history that came after the movie. Mm -hmm. But in Temple, we can root for him and know that he knows what we know is at stake. Like children, the suffering of children. All right, let's talk about Willie. Continuing on, uh, I think that the pacing of Raiders is pretty fantastic because you have action, you go into exposition and background, it gives you context about him as a character, and then it goes into his first stop is Nepal where you meet the love interest and you find out more about his history. You Obviously, there's some sort of tension between them. You don't really know what that is, and you see that unfold. And from the very beginning, you go right into uh, tension with romance, and then you're thrust into conflict with the Nazis and a, and a fist fight in a bar. Uh, but the pacing is great because it's exposition, action, romance, and then even some comedic relief without getting silly like, like it does with uh, Temple of Doom. And what's so um, great about it and what I really appreciate is that Raiders manages to stay grounded in reality no, with, it with physics when it comes what? to physics <laughs> because they're not jumping out of an airplane in an inflatable raft and landing safely on a mountain where they slid, they slid off a cliff a into a river. It's a fantastic ride, yeah. but you know what it reminds me of? Don't Crystal Skull. You're being a real physics sorcerer. <laughs> There's a, if, if we're listing these in order of, of Last Crusade at the top and Crystal Skull at the bottom, Temple of Doom is far more like Crystal Skull because of its, its complete disregard for physics. That scene where Marion, who shows up again, uh, drives that weird marine vehicle, that boat car, <laughs> into a tree and then down into the river. We're not talking then, about that thing. Though. You're right. There's just too many similarities. I'm saying if we can collectively hate... Crystal Skull, we should also collectively hate no, Temple of Doom. No, that's not true. Because <laughs> no. think about it, the raft, the raft is really the only... What, so uh, what other the than the raft is is even yeah. comparable to the raft? The mine carts. Yeah, no, the it's mine not. The mine cars is a little, is not, a little crazy. Not it's bad. crazy, no, it's but bad. it's... They make the jump. 
Yeah, but that's that's yeah, that pretty. Jump was <laughs> that's that's a pretty. It's that's a pretty typical. That movie. jump was pretty crazy. I, I, uh, that's that's not all that out of the ordinary. As crazy as the for a movie for an that raft movie. Is just but is this a real argument? Drama. Though? Is this a real argument that yes, Raiders because is it's better because Temple because has what I'm, weirder physics? What I'm getting at when they go off that cliff. After sliding down the mountain, man, that's just... That's great. You just lean back. Remember that scene in Mac and Me where, <laughs> <laughs> where that kid is hurled off the cliff in a, in a wheelchair, and, and it's very also clearly... A a, everyone, everyone loves that scene. It's iconic. It's iconic. Yeah. So, I, so those scenes where it goes from exposition into romance, I feel like we can take the the action scenes more seriously and the romance scenes more seriously in Raiders because they they are taking themselves uh, more seriously and they're done better because Marion Ravenwood is a much more likable character than <laughs> Willie Scott. I don't really agree I with that. that. I know that I'm going to alienate the world when I say this, but what were you about to say, Gary? Are you going to agree with me? As, I could as, use their, <laughs> as far as their relationships go, him and Marion have a real relationship. Yeah. Him and Willie don't. It's no. silly. She's and just stupid. some girl that got and roped she's into very it. annoying, and you hate her. Oh, I but hate her. that's why I like it because it's a blast watching them. Yeah, there's a whole scene where she's just running back and forth, <laughs> screaming around the campfire because she of all these things. Because she's, she's a mess. It, she it needs, turns into just a, to, it's just slapstick comedy. But think about it. She, she should have got a pie in the face from that, <laughs> that snake. No, that water close to the fire. There's a there's a point at the in the end of the film when when Indiana Jones just kicks a dude in in the groin. And then he, he punches it some guy later in the face, and that guy drops the rock on his head, yeah. his own head. There's just yeah. too much slapstick no, but, for it to be taken seriously. Go, go back and watch Yeah, that. he throws a hammer. It's a sledgehammer. hits one of the other dudes in the head. That's, it's just it's all, more over the top than the, the fight in Cairo. But they but said that. The what about the scene in... Yeah, the Marion Ky- Ravenwood and Willie Scott. I want to defend this again, though. Go and watch that street fight in Cairo. There's no hammers flying through the air, but they are just bumbling around, hitting each other, and shooting each other for no reason like if you get the even the bar fight and stuff raiders is so cavalier with the murder (laughs) that it is just weird it's like and it's gratuitous headshots like they'll get shot in the face there was a fountain of blood will spray there was a headshot in yeah in nepal and then uh and then a lot of his other ones were like shots to the chest and stuff but that dude the guy driving the jeep that he thinks has marion in it he gets shot like through the back of the head or something, and blood sprays across the windshield. Yeah, and, and then the, the dude, the, the, the truck Nazi explodes, dude gets and all Indiana Jones does is kind of sigh, and then go say to his friend, "Marion's dead." And the guy goes, "I know." I know and that's that was it. weird. That's <laughs> that was pretty weird. Yeah, <laughs> he says, "Life goes on." Yeah, life goes on. <laughs> <laughs> but Marion wasn't dead, so it's okay. To but take think that about later. this, Marion. Spoilers. Marion is a great character. (laughs) She's a great character or whatever. But she's just basically like a counterpart to Indiana Jones. She's like kind of scrappy and wild and stuff. Willie is like the love interest character and a foil. She's like there to rub up against Indiana Jones and be annoying and (laughs) <laughs> Rob she does great with that, yeah. <laughs> and that that whole love scene is just what so Marion Ravenwood was clearly the popular love interest as well because she comes back in Crystal Skull to her own discredit. Yeah, because she, they they chose her to be the mother of Indiana Jones's child. 
Because they're so just people trying just to harp on with your familiarity more. to be like, we swear it's, it's still good. So yeah, they're trying to again. <laughs> yeah, because people don't like to back off of Raiders. <laughs> yeah. What makes Willie fun, I guess, is she is helpless. She needs. She's making it worse, but it's fun to watch in the help. She provides a conflict to, to, to the story. The yeah. He has to save her. And and Willie gets a character arc too because she goes from. That you know, running around the campfire screaming, and she she's still scared by the time they're on the bridge and stuff. But it's quite a difference there, and to when she's she has that moment on the mine car where she raises rises up and punches, punches the that guy dude in the face out, and that's yeah. supposed to be like for us to say like, oh look at she's her, she's not yeah. as helpless yeah. as she was when the movie started. She goes from point A to point B. Marion doesn't. Marian, no, she's tough the whole time. That's yeah, great. She's just <laughs> and but she gets she gets pretty annoying. I think Marion. Whoa. She's compared to Marion, compared to Willie, I'm not saying she's more annoying than Willie. Willie's supposed to be annoying. Right, Marion's yeah. not supposed to be annoying. Right. We're supposed to think Marion's awesome. Marian's yeah. die of alcohol poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> how, how is she not she's drunk so in that opening? She is scene? so tough. The other guy collapses. The problem the that the contest is over. She's so resolved. Yeah, what we see with Willie is a transformation from just a complete scared girl to somewhat able to stand up for herself. She does punch that guy and on the mine car and we're that's a yeah that's like a victorious and moment she, for her and we're she proud cares of her about the kids but the the, the trouble with marion is that she's able to protect herself she's very capable there's so many times where she's punching dudes in the face and fire firing back yeah, with which guns. Isn't that there's realistic. a time where she mows down an entire truck full of nazi soldiers with with a machine gun like she's very <laughs> capable she's got a body count of her own in raiders that's that's almost equal to indies yeah. raiders he doesn't win at the end Temple of Doom, he wins. Raiders of the Lost Ark. And for a better reason. Yeah, they take the artifact away and they lock it away. He doesn't get his prize or anything. He goes through all that essentially. Well, no, the, the resolution at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark is that the Ark of the Covenant is not in the hands of Hitler. Yeah, but it's not in anyone's hands the way we want it to be. Right. And as if the audience. we're in the hands of Hitler, it wouldn't do him any good. It should have been. <laughs> yeah, it would have been better. <laughs> should have gave it to Hitler. Hitler. <laughs> he should have yeah. stayed home. So anyway, going back to Willie, I think that Willie's, <clears throat> how annoying Kate Capshaw is in Temple of Doom is exaggerated to the point where people think she's Jar Jar Binks, and it's that's not a great, that bad. That's a, that's a great simile. <laughs> she is like Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> She's not. not. Jar Jar Binks isn't so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Jar Jar Binks is the comic relief that brings all this slapstick humor into serious situations, yeah. and you just don't appreciate it. Short round is the comic relief. Well, and Short no, Round no. is probably the only decent right. kid sidekick in a movie ever. Yeah. Short Round is great. It's yeah. great. That's hard to do. But that's because it's Spielberg, and he knows how to direct kids. Acknowledging that Temple of Doom is a prequel to Raiders of the Lost Ark, there's a a couple moments that um, I observed in the films themselves that discredit Temple of Doom. In the beginning of Raiders, when Dr. Marcus and Indiana Jones are at Indiana's house and they're talking about uh, what potential dangers he might face, Dr. Marcus says to Indiana Jones, for nearly 3,000 years, man has been searching for the Lost Ark. That is nothing to be taken lightly. Nobody knows its secrets. It's like nothing you've ever gone after before. This is assuming that one year prior, Indiana Jones had just encountered these magical stones and the voodoo sorcerers. You can't use that. Now, Indiana Jones re responds to that quote from 
Dr. Marcus, who says, this is like nothing you've ever gone after before. He says, oh, Marcus, what are you trying to do, scare me? You sound like my mother. We have known each other for a long time. I don't believe in magic or all that superstitious hocus pocus. And the, he, the script himself, for Temple of Doom had not yet been written. That's fine. Point. But in if we're acknowledging the canon and what is contained okay. within okay, them, fair, they fair themselves enough. are discrediting Temple of Doom, saying that the adventures of Raiders of the Lost Ark are like nothing he's ever gone after before. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> you like that? You like that? No, I got one more. We all agree. We all agree that Last Crusade is the best movie. That's a good point. Good point. Yeah, we did. We all agree. Yeah. However, Last Crusade is simply following the same story arc. See what I did there? Yeah. Arc. Established. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Following the same story arc established by Raiders. Crusade is just redoing the same tricks as Raiders, albeit much better. And you see the resurgence of the Nazis, another uh, themes about God and his power. There's a series of escalating conflicts with different villains, and then a smaller a series of smaller expository missions where he needs to he needs, he needs to find some sort of relic that helps him solve these mysteries, and we follow him on his very iconic archaeological adventures. Now, when we finally get to the villain, it is, it is like you said, it is God who eventually, it's the power of God and the history of whatever these, these uh, relics, the power that these relics contain and the history of them that eventually overcomes the villains. And we see faces melted in raiders. There's even a head that explodes in raiders. And eventually we see a face melt. Well, his face melts and his body just really decays rapidly at the end of Crusade. So what we're seeing here is the, the movie creators acknowledging that the storyline of raiders is superior and a better film. So Josh, by your own admittance, raiders is superior mind. to Temple. No. <laughs> That you was, that was <laughs> you hate movies. That was pretty oh! tricky. Oh, that was Dude, nice really? try. Oh man! Like a hey, like Indy says to the Chinese gentleman who poisoned him at the beginning of Temple of Doom when he gets on his plane. Nice try. <laughs> and here's that what I'm saying. Like I'm gonna. <laughs> he just walked into a trap. <laughs> but then we get to get that trap. great raft scene. So I'm gonna. I'm just going to reiterate my the thrust of my main argument in a different way, and you and piggyback on what you're saying about Last Crusade to do so. The reason that Last Crusade is the better movie that we all agree on is because it does. Yes, it does a lot of the same thing as Raiders, and the setting is similar, and the enemy is similar. But there's way more at stake within the context of the movie itself. You have like Indy actually at book burnings and seeing Hitler face to face and things like that. You're right. It, we're all agreeing it's a better that, movie, yeah. Yeah, so there, and that's what I'm saying Temple of Doom accomplishes better than Raiders of the Lost Ark does. It gives you something that's at stake that you can anchor your human emotions in and say, I, want, I don't want there to be kid slaves. I want Indiana Jones to not be after just fortune and glory, quote. I want him to be after the liberation of these kids and to fight injustice and all those things. And you get to see him go on a journey from wanting one thing to wanting something much more complicated and much more admirable than in the beginning of the movie. And you still get all the great Indiana Jones stuff along the way. 
Like, it's not like Temple of Doom gives you something all dramatic and then you don't get to see Indiana Jones flip a whip and have fisticuffs and go on a crazy chase scene. You get all that stuff and you get it in a, in a, uh, a more dynamic, better shot and better written package. So all the iconography is there with a better story at the end of the day. All the pieces that were established in Raiders of the Lost Ark were improved without having to repeat itself, which is a really hard thing to do with the second movie in a franchise. Either one, you have to repeat yourself explicitly or it doesn't work, like Home Alone to Home Alone 2. Home Alone 2 <laughs> is Home Alone 1. I almost one. said the same thing. <laughs> I was going to say, that's why Home Alone 2 is so great. That's why, that's why the movies are so good, because they just repeat the same formula. And they knew we have to do the exact same thing over again, or you have to do something completely different, like A New Hope to Empire Strikes Back. They're just not the same whatsoever. I think Temple of Doom is the Empire Strikes Back. It does something that's different. The setting is different. The tone is different. And you still get all the great Indiana Jones stuff. There's been improvements made. Obviously, budgetary improvements have been made. Technological improvements have been made. And all those things shine through in the movie. It's just, honestly, it's a really, both movies are fantastic. Uh, but Temple of Doom is a really spectacular movie to watch. And Kate Copshaw is not that bad. Steven Spielberg married her after that movie, so he saw something. <laughs> and Indiana Jones, my strongest argument here is his shirt is off longer in, in Temple of Doom. And he looks... He does look good. He looks really great. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I think that by siding with the herd mentality that Raiders of the Lost Ark, you're neglecting to see what's great about Temple of Doom, and you hate movies. Well, great. We're, what have we accomplished here? <laughs> it's just like what happened with Indian Raiders. If he just didn't do anything, we'd be in the same place. <laughs> <laughs>